Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jessica Benson is a proud graduate of the University of Southern California. <laughs> I think, maybe, maybe not. Um, but she, she did graduate for sure. She, of course, is the host of Rise and Grind, catch on the Grizz Radio Networks right tomorrow because the Grizz season kicks off. But until then, she's here with us like she is every single Tuesday. Hello, JB. What's up? A very proud USC graduate still. I will take that, even though it was a heartbreaking weekend for me in Salt Lake City. But thank goodness I have the Grizzlies on the other side. Yes. Uh, so, so that song that we just brought you into was round ball rock. <laughs> and, yes. And in and, and honor of the NBA season kicking off, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew, right? I wanted to make sure everybody knew basketball season starts tonight. We were just having the discussion about the Memphis Grizzlies. And look, uh, entering, a, uh, I think, obviously a much-anticipated season, but a season, mar- a season with, with question marks, right? Um, what do you define as success for the Memphis Grizzlies? I think this team competing once again in the Western Conference is a successful trip around a season for the Grizzlies. And what that means, we're going to see it take shape. But in terms of the the linear success that was mentioned following last season, making it to the Western Conference semifinals, linear success gets a whole lot harder when the next step in line is making it to the Western Conference finals, making it to the NBA finals, and ultimately winning a championship, which is the stated and obvious goal for everyone playing with the Memphis Grizzlies across their chest. So you just want to see this team continue to be in the mix. That's my personal perspective of it all. It's a hard Western Conference. We talk about it excessively. You're going to hear over and over and over the Warriors trying to run it back and getting the contracts done and Andrew Wiggins taking a pay cut for the sake of the team and getting Jordan Poole in. Then you're going to have the Clippers. And what does it mean to have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard actually be able to play together with the team deeper than the ocean to get Jamal Murray back with the Nuggets. Yes, all those get better. So if you're the Grizzlies, you have to get better too. You can't just hang your hat on a successful year last year. Championship windows can close so quickly. So I think it helps that you have John Morant, one of the faces of the league. I was watching ESPN this morning, and it was a whole lot of John Morant content, which warmed my cold soul in this freezing tundra of Memphis. Um, but yeah, you just want this Grizzlies team to to continue to excite, to continue to improve, and ultimately be a contender. That's what you ask for. I'm with you. Uh, every season, there's a surprise. It feels like, and sometimes in some seasons, there's more than one surprise. A uh, Bane's jump was a was a surprise. How how good Memphis was without Ja last year, I think certainly to me was was a surprise. If there's a if I was to tell you there's a surprise in store this season, JB, what would be your first guess at what it is? Ooh, a surprise that I would I would like to happen that I think would be 
splendid would be for John Conchar to cement himself as a six-man candidate in the NBA. But no, I mean, they obviously believe in John Conchar. And needing that second unit for this Grizzlies team to really continue to commit to the depth that yep. the Grizzlies were able to flex so often yep. last year. And yes, you did lose Kyle Anderson and DeAnthony Melton, but are you able to rest on at least one of the rookies who stands out between Jake LaRavia and David Roddy? We didn't really have a preseason that determined that, so I think that's still an open window. What does Dyer Williams leap from last year into year two look like and I know going into this season there's some question of where his availability is he'll be a a game time decision tomorrow night we assume but who in the meantime of those rookies can can play meaningful minutes and mean something to this Grizzlies team and go out and make shots but I would love for John Contra to mix things up he's one of my favorite stories in the NBA I was just reading an article about the tragic Los Angeles Lakers yesterday and just the the what if what if they had gone after someone like a John Contra to just have anything around LeBron James and Anthony Davis and it's just fun to see John Conchar mentioned in an article like that. Um, that yeah, that is that. a sad my, state of affairs. Geek. You're right. Isn't that, it great? That is a sad state of affairs when they are writing think pieces about the Lakers should have should have gone for John Conchar. But such a testament to the talent that this Grizzlies front office has gone out and fostered and grown and ultimately leading to this place where these players want to play here. They're having a good time doing it. And you have someone like a John Conchar who was – you know, frankly, no, no one knew John Conchar coming out of Indiana Fort Wayne unless you were a diehard Indiana Fort Wayne fan. And now here he is being a, a part of meaningful Grizzlies basketball going forward. That's an obscure one. I really dug deep in the back for, for that. Surprise, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if you have like a side bet with Chris on how many times Some you're going to say Conchar John Conchar on this hit. <laughs> Do you have Was there a side bet before you so came on? The whole name. John Conchar. No, but I think, I think it is hard <laughs> from a – well, okay, it's so weird to say John. It like, is. Let's, like, yeah. Your name is John, so it, 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 you, you, you. you don't have to say it like that. It's you know so what regular. I mean? There's no other Conchar no, in the league, though. Why can't we just say Conchar? That's true. We should be well, able to We're not going to gatekeep. You're trying to gatekeep how you say somebody's name. I love his whole name every time. <laughs> well, most I people say my full name. Most people say my full name, John Martin. Most John people, Martin. I'm a big, I'm a a John. big full namer, yeah. though. Okay. Like, I would call both. I'd be like, oh, yes, Jason Smith. Oh, yes, John Martin. Right. I think they're, I think people just, you know, they have a hard time with one syllable. They want more, you know? Like, it's just yeah. kind of like, the, I, John is just so, it, it really is a curse. I hate my name. It's okay. I it's, really hate my name. You know. It is the, I mean, it is I, the whidest name, name ever. It was the most popular name of 1992. Like. Was, yeah, exactly. You know, that's why I like pa- Patty Pump is kind of – I identify as Patty Pump now. I have left John in the past. You know, that's – But I do – When going back to all jokes aside, like when you ask about someone who can surprise, I think that's one of the biggest trends for this Grizzly season is they're not a surprise. Like they're good. You know John Morant is going to be – John Morant out there, and you know that Desmond Bain and coming out of the preseason, like, no, he's not going to shoot 24% from three, but you're excited to see his continuing growth as a true three-level scorer and what that means for the Grizzlies' backcourt, and can he be yet another ball handler leading that second unit? And you still locked up Tyus Jones, one of the best backup point guards, if not the best backup point guard in the league on top of that, and then ultimately like waiting for Jaron Jackson Jr. to come back is, is the biggest hole to fill, and this team in my opinion, won't reach its full potential until it's John, Jaron, and Desmond out there together. Um, but surprise, like, the Grizzlies are who they are. We know who they are, and mm-hmm. now it's just a matter of them living up to those expectations. We are, of course, talking to Jessica Benson, uh, host of Rise and Grind, 
uh, Grizz Radio Network right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Now, you're not allowed to bet, right, on I'm NBA? Not. No. You can bet on other things, though, right? Yes, just okay. not the NBA. Okay, well, let's just pretend for a second that uh, – well, we don't even have to pretend. If you could, <laughs> if you could tail – one team other than the Grizzlies, like is there a team out there you would absolutely tail this season, and is there a team that you would absolutely fade this season? Ooh, I have a confession to make. I'm not a big gambler. <laughs> philosophically, what is, what is philosophically. Tail? So your language, John. Oh, oh my vernacular. Yeah. My vernacular. Okay, tail, tail means like back. You back. Oh. Like you believe okay. in, and fade means you don't. Well, I. I live in a tough, a tough household, and this is very like spicy takes being in Memphis, and I don't want people to hate me, but I do think the Warriors are going to be really good. And watching my husband giddily and gleefully watch the Warriors in the preseason was kind of gross, how excited he was about it. But I do think in terms of being a defending champion and having the ultimate pieces, both with the old guard and the new guard coming together as one, uh, it's just an exciting team to watch. I also do believe in the Nets. Uh, I, I would like to see it, to fully believe in it, um, but just the thought of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving out there functioning as one and the depth that they have, be it with Ben Simmons not having to be anything scoring-wise other than what he can contribute and then getting the defensive abilities from him, having someone like a Joe Harris. So those are kind of my two. If I had to pick the finals outside of the Grizzlies, who will obviously be in the NBA finals, those would be my picks there. And then in terms of fate, I think the Suns are going to be bad. I just that's just my gut feeling. I think they still have the fifth best odds to win a championship next year, but in terms of all the drama with the Robert Sarver situation and ultimately being appropriately convinced to sell the team, the issues with DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams, are they going to talk to each other during the season? I don't really know at this point. Chris Paul continues to get older, and it's wild to say all of that because they still have Devin Booker and Bridges, who are two of the more exciting young players in the league. So. That's my team to fade, and then tail. I knew fade, but I've never heard tail. <laughs> was 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 Chris horrified by the punch? What did he think? <laughs> Ab, his mother called him to talk about the punch. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Can it ever no, be the I same, mean, Jess? Or is it is it just basketball and business, and we can be teammates again and be fine and win another title? I think it's hard to call a punch in the face business. It's just, and that's just me. Like I know they're all going to say the right things, but frankly, with how the contract situation played out over the weekend mm-hmm. and paying up for Jordan Poole and, and having Andrew Wiggins make his extension decision as well. It does feel like this is inching closer to a world where Draymond Green eventually does not play for the Golden State Warriors after this season. I just think it's a hard it's a hard thing to ask someone. I know sports are different. I know athletes are different. Uh, but if someone punched me in the face, I would never want to work with that person ever again. Uh, and yep. I think it came from when you heard Steve Kerr say this was the biggest crisis that he's ever faced as a coach. Like, that shows how deep it is. You have to have the PR moves, and they're going to come together as a team, and it's going to be ring night tonight, and they'll all be smiling out there, and then they get to go chomp on the Los Angeles Lakers to celebrate their championship further. But that's going to hang over the team for the entire year. You can't tell me otherwise. Uh, maybe you can't tell us. Are you are you just are you rolling with uh, with CJ? Are you rolling solo, or are you going to have a new co-host? It's different, isn't it? When you're solo, like damn, it's I went, hard. I, I went through <laughs> that last lot. week. Jason was on vacation. Like, whew, my man Brad helped me out. But you know, it's just it's a different animal when you're by yourself. More words. It's a lot of talking, and you just want to go home and not say anything afterwards. But no, I am having the time of my life. CJ and I 
are having so much fun right now. We're actually, Megan Triplett is going to be back in town next week for the Grizzlies Nets mm-hmm. game. So we're going to have a full reunion, which will be a fun time on the Rise and Grind. Uh, but yeah, for now, it's CJ and I. I. I need to get him on the billboard, get him on the graphic. There That's you go. The next step. There you have it. Um, I will say this. Does it does it at least give you, you were there, so, you know, my condolences. It's always, uh, you know, I, I experienced this. In Nashville, the travel was not as, uh, as as distant, but I know what it's like to go into a opposing venue and, and leave with an L, especially in a game where you what were you or twenty one zero something like that. I mean, you were whipping their ass. I will, mm-hmm. Does it give you any um, you know consolation that your your quarterback may be the next Patrick Mahomes? Though I, I love watching that dude play football. Yeah, and I would have loved watching him and Jordan Addison try to lead a touchdown drive, but alas, Jordan Addison got injured on that trick play. So happily that USC has a bye week right now. I will say, other than the five minutes at the end of the game and how it ultimately played out, and it was depressing, and I was still depressed about it on Sunday, and I'm still depressed about it today, frankly. Utah was a fun place to watch a football game. Like It was the largest crowd at Rice Cycle Stadium in history. I'm not going to lie, I went into it not really knowing what to expect from a tailgate standpoint, from a fandom standpoint. They were rowdy. It was packed. The stadium was shaking. It was great. Like I would 10 out of 10 recommend anyone have the opportunity to go. You have the mountain setting in the backdrop, which is beautiful. It was a perfect fall day, too, so you can't complain there. And then that Utah team is really good. It, it goes back to week one, and they lose, and it's like, okay, how good are they really? Cam Rising is good. He might be other than my wonderful quarterback at USC. I would venture to say Cam Rising might be the best quarterback in the Pac-12 right now. Like Caleb Williams yeah. can certainly grow into that, but just the, the stature that he has, running in for that two-point conversion, he had like such a little eating grin on his face the entirety of that second half. Oh. He just he was calm, cool, composed. It's what you want. He's very um, impressive. He he yeah. he looks like an NFL quarterback. I don't I don't think he gets a lot of love. It doesn't seem like from from the NFL standpoint, but like I I think he's got the I think he's got the composure, like you mentioned, in the steez to to be an NFL guy. I really do. Yeah, I just think from from the USC standpoint, it hurt even more this time around. We're we're used to being disappointed over the last couple of seasons, there you go. but. Our success didn't feel fraudulent and still doesn't feel fraudulent this season. Like, this USC team is really good. Lincoln Riley has it in a great spot. And you do have some two big injuries coming from that game, both with Addison and then Eric Gentry on defense. Um, But USC is still really good. The problem is in the Pac-12, you can't have one week off. You have one loss to your name, and it's pretty much impossible, almost impossible to make it into the college football playoffs. So that's a huge bummer. Jess, i got to get your take on, on Tigers football. How concerned are, are you and, and its its ability to stave off mediocrity? Because that's, no. that's, that's what you don't want to be is in that zone. Uh, how concerned are you? Even more so than staving off mediocrity, this time of year it's staving off irrelevant. You know, we joke like, oh, Tigers football, let's go of another 17-point lead. That's okay. Grizzlies basketball starts Wednesday. Tigers basketball has an exhibition game next Sunday. You can turn your attention elsewhere. And so you need someone to, to care about Memphis football still. Like, there still have to be bodies in the seats, ultimately, at Simmons Bank Memorial Stadium. And so it's just hard coming off of it's not just this loss. It's the loss linked to the devastating way that you lost to Houston. And then it's not even just this two-game skid. It goes back to the leads that you blew last season against UTSA. And uh, who was the other one in a row? Was it Temple? Yeah, I think it was Temple, yeah. Up 17 Yeah, so it's just, it becomes a pattern. And then it's like, oh, no one wants to be the no-lead-is-safe team. And that's what Memphis is right now. So you got to shed that reputation. Go in, I guess, 
cool. You have an opportunity to knock off a top 25 team in Tulane. I think the only problem is, is if Memphis beats Tulane, then the narrative isn't, ooh, Memphis beat a top 25 team. It's, oh, did Tulane really deserve to be ranked? Yeah. will be some of them. Uh, Jessica, always appreciate Thank your you time so much, every Debbie. Tuesday. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Yep. She is Jessica Benson. Join us every single Tuesday here on the show. Um, always enjoy the Pac-12 analyst analysis there. It's always good to get. No, she can break down anything. Break down anything. College football, NBA, whatever it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Taylor Fade. Um, I, 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 in terms of like a, from a season-long perspective, I, I think it's possible that the Kings are better than people think. Oh, uh, Harrington's on thinks they're going to win 40 games. Oh, really? I already mentioned this morning. So there, there are some smart NBA people that yeah. think their Kings are going to do well this year. And then – you're fading San Mike Antonio. Mike Brown, right? Isn't it Mike yeah. Brown that's down there? Yeah, it is. You're fading San Antonio. Um, Greg Popovich even said he actually said you should fade us. <laughs> he did he not did, say bro, that. He did, bro. He did. He said, he said, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyway. Nobody here should go to Vegas with the thought of betting on us to win the championship. And I know somebody's going to say, gosh, what a Debbie Downer. There's a chance. What if they work really hard? It's not going to happen. He's letting you know what they're – That's what Greg Popovich said. Wimbanyama. Well, is he going to even be there to coach when Banya? Like, at what point does Pop say, I'm done? It might be like Pete Carroll, bro. He's going to go to the next phase. Man, the next crazy. edition of the Seattle Seahawks. The next edition. Now, their total is so low. Their win total is 22 and a half, dude. 22 and a half. You telling me the thought of getting Wimbanyama wouldn't recharge you if you were Greg Popovich? I don't think Greg Popovich gets. That man is a king. He can just walk. What are we talking about? I here? just don't think he gets like caught up in the hype of like prospects. I think he's probably like, you know. I I've, don't know, dude. I've seen he's it. A, he's a different kind of prospect, bro. He is. He's up there with LeBron in terms of most physically impressive. Agreed. That's you what know? I talked about that day. You were gone. Yeah. This is that. This don't feel like Chet Holmgren. No, I, it's not. It's this not. is game changer type stuff. It's not. You know? I agree with that. But. I don't know. Like I could see Pop also being cynical. Like, eh, I've seen. Then why not doing now? Retire? Was he no, doing a favor to somebody no, right. hanging around? No, it's true, That's man. That's the point. That's a, he's looking at something. Yeah, because this he, team is going to suck. It's going to be awful. Yeah. I mean, they just they gave up their best player, Dejounte. They've made the point. They're they're all in on a rebuild. Yeah. If no. he, if he was if he if he wasn't in on it, seemed like he'd be gone already. Now remember, um, this season in terms of like while we're on the subject of tanking and stuff, uh, teams cannot rest healthy players. For nationally televised games, but they have no players. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the great thing about the Spurs. They try, they, no Dejounte. They got nothing. They did. They did that so they wouldn't have to worry about that rule applying. They made sure like they would. They would not. Uh, you know, have to because nobody will care if they arrest Jacob Yaka Pearl or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like their life will go on. Uh, teams cannot rest multiple healthy players for the same game, and teams cannot. Oh, I like that. Teams cannot rest healthy players on the road. Absent, okay. uh, unusual. So, like, a lot of times, right, teams would come to Memphis. All the time. And they would take off. Like, LeBron would take off, whatever. Sure. NBA is saying you can't do that. And I think that's good, for the, especially for the small markets where these older veterans don't ha- care. Now, I think it's different now because the Grizzlies are good and they talk it, so much it, it, it mattered so much more before you had John Morant. Yes. So, John. Doesn't matter as much now. Wouldn't you just then have LeBron play a minute? You could. I mean, you if you really wanted to rest him, you could. Now, I think they would still say, what happened there? And then they might say, well, he tweaked his ankle. <laughs> you know, it's, you could get around it. You'd have to make an appearance, though. He would have to make a, 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 an appearance. Like, a, who was it, Draymond that played the game because he wanted to uh, oh, I think that was a record. And yeah. then they p- pulled him immediately after mm-hmm. that. So could do that. There are ways around it, no doubt about it. We'll come back. Lots more to come around the show like we talked about. It is NBA tip-off.
tip-off uh, is tonight, Philadelphia. There's also a big event at Kyrieville this weekend worth talking about. Oh, yes. Because of the, the aforementioned LeBron James. Bronny. Oh, Bronny's be in Memphis. Ashton. A preview of him in a Memphis Tiger uniform. You can see it. Man, get up out of here. Right here in you, Memphis. You're crazy. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That'd so. be great to see. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.